In today's episode of the Q Sciences podcast, Jake Spencer talks about preparing for Vision 2020, setting goals versus raising your standard, and taking your business above and beyond. Hey, uh, we're back. First of the year, 2020, man. Yeah, it's happening. So we got Chris Fox on the controls. Yes. My name is Matt Bowden. I'll be our host. And of course, we got special guest, Senior Vice President of Global Sales at Q Sciences, Mr. Jake Spencer. How are you? I'm good. 2020's here. Uh, as you can tell, it's kind of a little bit chaotic mayhem around the office getting prepared for the upcoming vision event. It's it's different this year as we're getting ready to roll out some uh, some major... Enhancements changes to the way we're doing events. So it's weird. We're already planning all the events out with all the venues for all 2020, not just here in the United States, but globally. So lots of communications happening inside mm-hmm. internally. So that's been um, pretty challenging. One thing I love to do, I like to listen to podcasts like Stephen King. I want to know where he gets his ideas. Same here. Um, and so you've been kind of bunkering yourself in the conference room, writing on the windows, kind of like a mad scientist. Yes, yes. What's your process of how you want the convention to go? How do you plan it and your expectations for it? Yeah, so what happens, um, maybe some people have a, a greater appreciation. So, um, you know, at the end of the year or before a convention, we first pull all the recognition numbers. Uh, the recognition numbers are important. This upcoming convention, because we're recognizing highest ranks achieved all 2019, so people are getting trophies. Uh, highest earnings, so people are obviously getting rings and then VP of sales. So I get all the recognition pieces done. Mm-hmm. And then I look at recognition production numbers of who qualified to speak at the events. Get all those names out, I put them on a paper, and then I leave for a week. I just think about yeah. it. Uh, think about the flow. Think about where the company is. Uh, issues we've had since the last convention. Issues that happened at the last convention that mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't proud of. Um, take inventory of that. I always have a running uh, notepad on my phone during convention. Some people have seen it before. I, mm-hmm. I'm taking notes of things I, I loved and I didn't necessarily love. And then um, taking that in consideration, then at home, I don't do it here at home, I do a rough draft of, of, of why things going to happen. Uh, and then I sit on it again and yeah. for a couple of days to make sure I'm feeling good about it. This time after sitting on it for a little bit, I came back, it wasn't even really feeling good. So I scrapped that idea and went back to what, uh, I had originally planned, which ended up flowing better as you're in there. And so you probably saw on there every single window, every whiteboard in that room. And we're talking about a very large room is full. <laughs> um, just collecting all my thoughts. Um, and then when I get it all together and then I uh, bring in people like Chris and other people about videos and things, and we really start honing in the emotional side of the events mm-hmm. uh, for new people. This is the main event, Friday and Saturday. It's really for new people. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bronze Academy, the Silver Dinner, that's for our established leaders. So I really try to think... This is a Disneyland type experience. What yeah. do you want these new people to get from this? And that's the thought pattern. Cool. So, so this this year's our kickoff event this year. The the theme is vision. And so, beginning with the end in mind, what is the vision that you want people to kind of leave with? Um, I think because there's going to be some some fundamental changes that happen in the company. Um, at a, at this event, I think it's going to be very clear. Um, 2019 was a foundational year 
foundational peace type year for the U.S. And so the mm-hmm. foreign markets are going to experience the same growth and with the challenges that happened in the U.S. in 2019. So it's going to be a, uh, um, a repetitive year for Europe, Australia, maybe even Japan, because that's kind of where our focus is going to be. You've probably seen yesterday uh, with Brandon Stevens, his guests here, uh, some recent hires. Um, we're we're going to go into Latin America. Yeah. And we're pushing hard to do it, right? So um, it's going to be a beginning year. So for mm-hmm. them, it's going to be a 2018 year yeah. of when all this got turned around, right? So with that in mind, I think for most people, it's going to be depending on what marketplace you're in. You have to be very realistic of where you live. Mm-hmm. And based on that, start at the end, the end in mind, most people are going to have the opportunity to jump a couple ranks. Some people are going to be fortunate enough, these higher levels, to jump three ranks, um, so looking at that, um, as far as the vision end of mind, you're going to have a much broader set of products mm-hmm. for daily use throughout the day with hemp, not yeah. just morning and night. You've obviously seen some stuff here that's been hanging around the office. That's going to be huge. You're going to see a huge, um, refresh as we bring people from the field into the Q fit brand. You're mm-hmm. going to see the field now running the, theme or the fabric of all of Q, QFIT. There's yeah. not going to be a personality anymore that's at corporate. We're going to find ambassadors from the field, and whether it's every six months or four months, rotate teams of people through the QFIT yeah. site where they're doing their own blogs, they're doing their own meal plans. So it's literally a field-driven side, So because that's kind of what, what, what put Q out there. So growth side, people are like, well, what's the growth? The growth's going to double easily. Yeah. I mean, we're we're seven or eight days into January, mm-hmm. and our major marketplaces are already 130 percent normal. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be a crazy year. That's awesome. So, you you mentioned, you know, we're a week into the new year. Um, we're a week into a new decade, and a lot of people talk about <laughs> setting. Oh, here we go. New Year's resolutions. Oh right? no. So, from your experience in the field and as a, a corporate leader. <sighs> How would you, as an ambassador, one, identify and two, set um, New Year's resolutions for your business in 2020? So I feel like you're baiting me in this because you sat in a corporate training and I think yes, most of this you- this is where we're going. Right? Yes, I knew you were baiting me and Chris is back there like, yes, he's about to say something controversial, <laughs> right? Like the reality is, is you know where this is going to go Yeah, because you sat in the training. So we mm-hmm. had a corporate training at the end of December- um, as you know, just from me and my perspective, I actually don't drive my business, never have, especially since I figured some things out in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't drive my business or my relationships off of goals. I know it sounds crazy. People are like, did I just hear him right? Jake Spencer. I set goals, but it's not my focus. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'd rephrase it because you're probably going to hear a little bit about this at convention. In the business world, in your personal life, it's a standard of how you perceive it or what you live by. Um, we always see the weight loss challenges and things. People lose 20 pounds for a weight loss challenge and gain it all back. Yeah. They hit their goal. Congratulations. You got whatever you wanted to get, right? <laughs> but the reality is, is your standard didn't change. Yeah. Standards are tied to another crazy word, too, that you could talk about for a long time. That's called beliefs. Mm-hmm. What do you believe, right? So my standard of living, standard of who I'm around, standard of what I'm putting in my mouth, standard of what I'm putting in my brain, all that stuff is really going to dictate where it is. So for me, I think most people, for simple, simplify this out, 
Um, I know this is another controversial statement because they just lost, but most people truly actually don't appreciate and they don't like excellence. Yeah. As much as everyone likes to say that they love everyone and to Mm -hmm. be kind, if you really take a 30,000 foot view at people who are excellent at their craft Mm -hmm. and or companies, like most people are bashing them all the time. Yes. Even the people that bash them still support them and buy something. Like a perfect, perfect example, right? The Patriots. Yeah. And Tom Brady, right? I'm not a Patriots fan. What I am a fan of is consistency. Yeah. The biggest thing that that sets a standard in your life is consistency. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you and I could go say, we're not feeling like going to the gym today. Yeah. I'll, when I when I'm feeling better, I'm gonna go do that at the gym. When I'm feeling better, I'll do this. Or when I feel great, I mean. But then yeah. a standard and consistently, if you're consistent, you go do stuff no matter how you feel. Yeah. The problem with goals are with no standard is you you only accomplish goals when you're focused on it, mm-hmm. and you feel like accomplishing a goal because it's on the forefront of your brain. Yeah. A standard is how you do anything, and standards create consistency in all your life. I'm going to go to the gym because I'm going to force myself to go because it's something I do and I'm consistent at it. I'm, as you laugh, I'm old in this game. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this a long time. So I, so much in my life right now, more than anything, appreciate consistent achievement. Mm-hmm. I would much rather work with somebody who makes fifty dollars to $100,000 a year in our, in our industry for five, six years straight. I know I have what it takes to take those people to the next level then working with someone who's hit it quick in a couple of years, and then they have no way of repeating it, and they become negative. Yeah. Right? I mean, look at Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You can't even name 19, uh, uh, 2011, his major championship streak got beat at the PGH Championship in Chicago. Okay. Name, name the person. Yeah, that beat him? Yeah, name yeah. it. You can't beat it because mm-hmm. guess guess why? Flash in the pan. The guy isn't even on the PGA Tour anymore. Yeah. He's gone. Right. Right? And he's performed for so many years. So for me, for people who ask me, I say, hey, instead of thinking about a goal, what in your life standard-wise is causing you to really not even accomplish most of your goals? Mm-hmm. And resolutions. Like I like resolutions because they're like, oh, it's a new year. It's fresh. Right, right. But yeah. guess what? It's... The same day. It's not like the sun comes up. Right. Oh, January is it's a whole different year. No, it's just numbers have changed. Chris still dresses the same. Look at him. You're still <laughs> dressing the same. Yeah. You're still saying the same jokes you said in 2019. Right. So nothing really has changed. My wife, my wife will argue that I've been telling the same jokes since 2009. When so we that just tells me that resolutions and goals don't really matter. Yeah. Standards do. Yeah. So I, you got kind of personal when you were doing the training, but how do you take that goal and turn it into a belief and a standard? Well, as soon as you figure out what your belief is and your Mm -hmm. standard, the goal is actually pretty easy to hit. Right. It's way easier than one would actually think. Like, for instance, um, it's like when you really have a a really good mentor or coach and who really get it, they'll they'll open up your bank account. Mm -hmm. And based on your standards of how you spend money, they'll tell you what you're on track to do. Yeah. From a health standpoint, they can see where you shop. 
They can see really whether you're healthy or not, and you're paying for a gym membership and you haven't even visited more than once or twice a month, right? Yeah. They can see how how your how your rules are for for in your mind and what you want for your family based on what you spend your money, mm-hmm. right? So it is personal because for me, I think two things affect two things affect your standards personally more than anything. Mm-hmm. Two things: number one, your attitude. Because if you your attitude sucks, then most likely you're probably going to be flipping flip flopping back standards, because crappy attitude people they usually if you've learned they quit things all the time, they quit and they blame. Yeah, right. And with quit and blame comes excuses. Mm-hmm. The other thing that affects standards probably tied neck and neck is your influence, like who you're around, who you're around. You literally, and this is crazy because who you're around is sometimes who you love the most. Mm -hmm. So I'm not telling people to go get a divorce today. (laughs) If you do have a good attorney, I'm just saying, (laughs) no, I'm just joking. But the reality is, is your your standards are most likely determined by your influence because you do things to impress that influence or not impress them because they don't matter as much as you think. So it's absolutely bananas. So I always tell people I, I love my family, but there's some members of my family and especially some extended family that I mm-hmm. love from afar. Yeah. Because once I figured that one piece out, and for me personally, people like, I always make fun of myself. I've gotten in trouble once or twice in my twice in my life. Yeah. Actually, probably more than twice. <laughs> As a young kid, mm-hmm. teenager, and even an adult, I had a very dark time in my adult child part when I was when I was married. Every single time getting out of that situation, there were people that no longer are now in my life. They can't be. Yeah. Because I literally, little subtle things, getting lazy, hanging around the wrong people, talking. Yeah. It was subtle things. All of a sudden, you're in this group of just losers. Losers. It's funny you say that. There's a Charles Barkley <clears throat> tells a story about one time he got thrown in the drunk tank, right? He got for whatever it was, I can't remember, throwing the guy through the glass window or whatever. And he asked his closest friends to pay attention to what his circle was saying about him. And when he came out, he quickly cut that even tighter to where he only had the best influences around him. That that's a very powerful story. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty crazy because this this business is already hard enough. Yeah. To have people who just don't support you. So like I have I've had family for years and people think, oh, you must have had it easy. You made so much money quick. Yeah. That didn't change a thing. Sure. I still got the comments. How long are you gonna do that for? Yeah. As they're sitting in my cabin, <laughs> as they're driving my sports cars. So how long are you thinking to do this? Well, you're going 120 miles an hour in, a, in one of my Porsches. Yep. You should probably shut your mouth. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm, just, I'm not joking. I'm just saying it doesn't yeah. matter how much yeah. money you make. You're going to have people in your circle who don't support you. Sure. So I just say, hey, if you're not going to support me, if, if it's not positive, it's not positive for my future, then just shut up or I don't want to be around you. Yeah. And people think I, I, I'm overboard about it, but it served my family well, especially my kids. Mm-hmm. My kids now are literally so in tune mm-hmm. with who they're around at school, who they're around on their sports teams. Like we just have ingrained it in them because 
influence is really why your children or grandchildren or yourself, you usually have done stupid things. Yeah. You said it one time, misery loves company. Yep. Sure does. Right. So, so in, in, I, in identifying kind of the, but we'll say new standards yes. in your business, um, what are measurable things or actions you can take in 2020 to take your business and make it your banner year in Q Sciences? What makes us money? There's only two ways that volume can be put in anyone's business. Yeah. That's a new ambassador joining sure. on AutoShip mm-hmm. or an ambassador or yourself getting a, getting a customer. Yeah. So those two areas, you have to have consistent metrics that you're measuring every mm-hmm. day. You have to. Yeah. What am I doing personally to recruit new people? What am I doing personally to get customers myself? What am I doing to help get new people? And what am I doing to help get cut customers? There's really four areas. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the last one simple is you have to make it a priority to have as many people at the Q Science events as possible. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. So is it two peaks a day? Right? Like as stupid as this was, I, I, I told you, I guess I'm a farm kid. So I believed everything that I heard. Yeah. So like the, I was in a convention one time and the owner of the company, the president I was with for 11 years, he goes, when I was out like you guys, I used to put five pennies in my right pocket. And at the end of the day, if the five pennies were on the left side because I hadn't peaked five people, I moved a penny over, then I had failed that that day. That's probably the stupidest story I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's cute. But you know what? That's what it takes. Yeah. You have to do what you have to do every day. You know, you know what I mean? Yep. And you you have to do it. So- I'm sure you've you've had to do things like that yourself. So how do you make that stick and turn that from kind of a shtick, right, to this thing that I'm going to do into a belief that you have? Simple, like simple wins. Yeah. So like standards, right? You've We talked about some of the Army, Navy, SEAL type stuff that we mm-hmm. get trained on and we do here. And like you think about it, like can you get outside the door? Perfect. You made it. Yeah. Now can you get to lunch? Like I break up my day mm-hmm. minute by minute. Like, oh my gosh, my alarm clock's going off. Can I just get out of this bed? <laughs> yes. Can I just get to the CrossFit gym? That's all I got to do is get there. Mm-hmm. Yes. As stupid as it is, that's how I think. Right. Can I just make that phone call and see if the person is looking for a project in 2020? Yep. Like I literally break it down to the minute small success. Like, can I just can I just make my bed? Can me and Sarah make the bed? So if all else goes bad, at least we're getting into a made bed tonight. Yeah. That's cool. That's that's how we that's how we do it. And so is it is it okay to start with smaller hold holding yourself to a small standard? Yes. I'm gonna peak one person yes. today. One hundred percent. Yeah. Eat an elephant one bite at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so, so how can you, because our goals don't necessarily change, but maybe the, our approach to them does. So yes. staying committed to your decision, but staying flexible in your approach. How has this, how, how can you, um, cause you're going to fail, right? You're going to fail, right? <laughs> you're going to fail. So, so talk about that. I have failed so many times. <laughs> talk about going back to the drawing board, I guess, figuring out a new way 
but keeping your goal or your standard in mind. Yeah, I don't know if it's creativity. I don't know if it's resilience, persistence, probably all of it kind of together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a crazy question because someone very close to me just asked me that. They're like, you know, because I had a major business failure about four years ago. Yeah. I don't know how long it was ago. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, four years I don't Hell, I don't know. But the reality <laughs> is, is he asked me about it. And he said, didn't she feel like just giving up? Like, yeah. dude, like this, do, and I, I said, no. No, I just do not quit. Yeah. So I think there's, as much as people say, do not quit, I'll, there's so much to b- fluidity and and moving from thing to thing because you're going to have to like poke and prod and some areas you're going to be able to advance. And some areas it's like, I went down this path for three weeks and it's a dead end. Mm-hmm. Oh crap. I got to go all the way back and start over. Yep. Like most entrepreneurs are like that. And most of them, this is even scarier. Most of them say yes to things and create business deals with only about 10% of the information. 90 plus percent of the plan of anything regarding business is made up as you go. Yeah. It is. That's a big one for our group in Q Sciences. Okay. There's a huge contingency of Q Science people who have a tendency to wait for perfect scenarios, perfect marketing, perfect everything before they even take a step. In the business world, you'll be waiting forever Mm -hmm. because when, when, when something becomes the norm, right? When like, when a buying habit becomes the norm in our industry, it's too late. Yeah, you've, you've missed, missed it. it. Right, right. You've missed it. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, you can't wait. You just can't wait. No. You have to go. You can't wait for the next billion dollar idea to nope. come to fruition. Nope. You can take action now. That's, that's what's pretty cool about direct sales in its essence is that you can get started right now. Yep. And there's another big difference about getting started right now. Mm-hmm. You could actually see results pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone today with Marielle Filipponi talking about her topics for this upcoming convention. And we're talking about, she had some uh, Pilates uh, studios, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about what her number one studio made her. She's like, oh, I think that that location, we made about $8,000 a month. I said, okay, but what what was your outlay? What did you put out monthly? And she's like, oh, well, my payroll was 20000 and the rent mm-hmm. was this. And it quickly got up to like fifty dollars to $75,000 and $100,000 to make $8,000 yeah. a month, right? That's crazy. And so the crazy thing about network <clears throat> marketing is you can act fast, but you can make money fast. Mm-hmm. In traditional business, your vision is so much longer because of the amount of money you invest in it. So you're going to, so the money buys patience. Yeah. The amount of money invested buys patience from that person who put the capital in. Right. Mm-hmm. So in, in our industry, nope. If you don't, if you don't win in a day or two, then people have lost their patience. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I got to go to Salt Lake city. Well, you're saying that cause it was only $80 to join this. Yeah. If this was 10 grand or 20 grand, you wouldn't even be questioning whether you should be going to get training. Think about it. Training. Right. To then make money in what you purchased. <laughs> there, there's such a, I think, a leadership mindset that is, that is missed on people, especially new people, that it's something you have to maybe learn and understand that patience. Or we could just increase our 
um, enrollment fee of 500 bucks. I wish we could. <laughs> I wish we could like, I wish we could increase it to like $10,000. <laughs> yeah. And then when they hit builder, give all the back. <laughs> yeah. I bet you every builder would hit in two hours. Sure. <laughs> I bet they would. Yeah, we really are and changing I, the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I bet, I bet, or, or I bet I, if they said, Hey, it's 10,000 to, you know, to join. And once you've been in your queue for a year yeah. and you've been to a convention, you get all back. <laughs> there, there would not be one empty seat at our, at our conventions. That would be awesome retention. And I bet you people would make 10 times the money they're making right now because of the focus that they would have. Yeah. Money does crazy things to people. So it's really cool because you can take action quick. Like there is no quick fix. Like there's no diet pill, really. Mm-hmm. You have to have a standard change. Yeah. Yeah. We even have a pill that'll help you progress or get you started. But at the end of the, the, end of the day, you have to have a standard change, right? The one crazy thing about network marketing is, is you can actually start today and be winning tomorrow. Yeah. In 24 hours, I've already won in this business. And like you're saying, if, if, you, if that's your new standard... And it's just consistency over time, win yeah. the day, win the day, right? Yep. So we're about to to head into our convention in a couple of weeks. Are you excited? And I'm, I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of awesome in-depth training. Are you excited to read all the names for like Karen Share and stuff? It's going to be a lot of names. I'll, be, I'll work you know on my vocals. I, did you know that I'm doing that? I'm making you do it? Yes. Yeah, you told me that a few times. <laughs> Reminded so you're just going to do times. like the first half of all the recognition. Yeah, To okay. give my... Give, my, my <laughs> give you a little voice. bit of a break. Yeah. Okay, so so there's going to be awesome uh, trainings, leadership development, personal development, tons of motivation. How can somebody take all that, kind of put it in a box, take it with them, and have that motivation stay with them when the going gets tough? Mm-hmm. And, rate, and, and create a new standard, a higher standard. Well, it goes back to what we just spoke about, mm-hmm. acting in the now. Yeah. We talked about this three podcasts ago. I will say that there's a way to use an, ev- an event at an event, and there's a way not to. Mm-hmm. When I was at conventions in the field, it was a working weekend for me. Yeah. The next four months was booked out before I ever put my head on my pillow the last night that I was sleeping in that city. Mm-hmm. I had everything booked out. What city I was going to be in, who I was. I mean, my next two weeks after the convention were like 80 and 90 hour weeks of work. Yeah. It was crazy. Like it was bizarre sometimes, like what I could create with my teams at at convention. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you're you're going to keep it with, with you. I don't believe you're going to go home even two or three days and keep that excitement with you. Yeah. But I do believe if you 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 had things scheduled and things planned and things going that it's going to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. And you and you're going to be able to accomplish some things and the more little wins you have, the more excitement you have. So I, I maybe I'm different. I've never been motivated really much more than 48 hours after an event. Yeah. Maybe I'm jaded. Right. No, I think that's pretty normal for most people. Right. So so it's kind of like that five seconds of courage. While you're at the convention and you're feeling the... While you're at the porch with your right. wife, yeah. your soon-to-be wife, <laughs> you got that moment. You're like, should I? Shouldn't I? Will she allow it? Will she not? Does she want to? Does she not? You got to take action, right? Because that forces you down the road. Why are you changing the subject, bro? Did you take action? I think uh, she probably had to take action. (laughs) (laughs) 
if I remember it right. <laughs> what's that? What, what's that? Um, is it Patch Adams, the movie, or is it We Bought a... We Bought Us a Zoo. Yeah, is that what it is? It's like, <laughs> we bought a zoo. Yeah. the three seconds yeah. of undeniable courage. Yeah, like that's how he asked his wife out or whatever. That's right? what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. It's small things. I just got picked up the phone. Yeah. I got, I have to, I have to admit this. Yeah. I can't even count. I don't have enough fingers and toes to the uh-huh. times where I called somebody <laughs> to recruit them yeah. with not even committing. I was calling. I'm like, Oh shoot. It's ringing. You just, push the, oh, you just press the button. <laughs> and as stupid and as silly as it is, that's how it was. I'm like, yeah, I guess I gotta do it now. Yeah. I'm stuck. Right. This business takes a lot of courage. It, oh, for sure it does, dude. <laughs> Even buying a ticket. It's like, yeah. what did you do? I already bought a refundable <laughs> ticket, babe. Why? We can't afford it. We can't afford not to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, dude, I love that. That's so good. So so I love that. At the event, get your get the courage, get the motivation, start making action plans. Calls, Call messaging people, people. Yeah. Get them going. Have them talk to the leaders who are, who are there. Leave the event on fire. Like yeah. leave the event with an agenda. Mm-hmm. Not okay. Walk into your house, your spouse, how was the event? Oh, it was so awesome and they're thinking, here we go again. <laughs> Instead of like, how was it? It was great. I have 50 meetings set up the next couple of weeks. We already have three or four people that joined our team. I I put them in over the the plane ride and they're like, oh, this is actually the guy that I remember when I was dating in college. He actually had some ambition before he started losing his hair and getting the the dad bod. I feel like that was a dig at me. No, I didn't lose my hair. I don't don't think you have the dad bod, (laughs) but you are thinning. Dad bods are are in apparently. But That's I am what a lot of people say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just <laughs> will stay out of that one. <laughs> All right. So, so we. This is awesome stuff. This is really good stuff. I hope that people will yes listen and 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 I love what what you say, Jake, about not having a goal. A goal. If a goal is the only thing that stands between you and that cheeseburger, good luck. It's easy to justify that away, right? Right. Yeah. But but when you get on that scale and that number is challenging your standard. Yep. That's a oh, new, you, that's you different adjust action. adjust real quick. Yeah. Right? Like, like I know you're about into this, but it's like, <laughs> my mentor sent me some, <laughs> he says, praying doesn't help lazy people, right? <laughs> yeah. And the other one he sent me the other day was, this whole self-care, as important as it is, it's also a now new use excuse for people who are lazy. Yeah. What are you doing? Self-care, man. I just got to take some time off. <laughs> Tell that to Wells Fargo. <laughs> Tell that to your mortgage company. Yeah, right. Right? Like, like I get whole self-care. As you know, I do self-care at least once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Right? But the reality is, is like, you have to go out there and you have to go get it. Yeah. You're going to have like to go it. get it. Yeah. So that that's perfect. Let's end right there. As we head into the convention, you have to go get it, right? Yep. Raise your standard. Envision where you want to be, you know, in, in a month, in two months, by the next convention. And th- those consistent actions with the higher standard is what's going to get us there. Jake, thanks for joining us. Chris, thanks for having me in your for studio, Christopher. We'll be back with another podcast post-event. Keep you guys motivated and uh, picking that Jake's brain. So thanks for tuning in. All right, guys. See you. See you at convention.